Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. Welcome. Welcome back. Nice to see you. How have you been? It's Emily and Graham back again to talk to you about some of the other things that are perplexing us. And today we'd like to discuss lies we tell ourselves. Oh. I know. Happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm forever telling myself lies. It's going to be worrying today. What do you mean worrying? Well, I thought we were going to talk about the EU, but lies is fine. Okay. So one of the lies I tell myself, Graham, is that every week when we plan what we're doing in the podcast, you're actually listening. Yes. <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> So this morning, I couldn't sleep. So I was awake by about five o'clock this morning, which is really irritating. But I have a thing that I tell myself that if I'm lying here, I'm still resting, even though I'm not sleeping. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? I don't think it is true. <laughs> I don't think it's true at all. It's just a way of saying I don't want to get out of bed and be cold, even though I can't go back to sleep. OK, so you just... I just lay there. How long? Resentful for about an hour and then went, oh, for goodness sake, I'll get up and have a cup of tea. You say this to yourself? I do. Out loud? Yes. Oh, my. God. Wake up the rest of the house and everything, because if I'm not sleeping, they're not sleeping either. You don't really like the other creatures in your house. <laughs> no. Our dog, if there's the slightest movement, thinks, oh, great, time for a treat, and it makes sure everybody's awake then. Mm. So if I wake up, I keep perfectly still, because I don't want to awake the dog. Yeah, but it's bad if you're frightened of the animals in your home. <laughs> no, I'm not frightened of it. I just don't want to get up, let it out for a week. What Rose does, she scratches at the door, wanting to be out, and you think, we've well, got to let her out, because she might need a wee. So you let her out into the garden and she's out there probably less than half a second before she's scratching at the door to be let back in. It's almost like they need to go out and check the garden's still there. No, she knows that she gets a treat in the mornings after she's been out and had a wee. So she sometimes doesn't want a wee. She just always wants the treat. I have the same problem with my other half. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Is Give this, them a treat uh, once and it'll just keep doing it. When you say other half, is this you with your two personalities? No. Okay. No, it's the other people I live with. All oh, right. So another the little lie I like to tell myself is that having children was a good idea. <laughs> and that actually it makes me a better person. Makes me a poorer person, Graham. I'm Not sure necessarily a better person. Now you've touched on one of the things there that I think oh, is sorry. a big lie. <laughs> I didn't mean to touch you. We're talking about lies we tell ourselves. I knew, after having read lots of Superman comics, I just knew that I could fly. If only I believed it. Oh, yeah. you're like the alternative to Tinkerbell. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I would run along the street when I was about seven. Yeah. Right, thinking, if I could just run a little bit faster, and if I really believe, I will be able to fly. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. And so I'd sort of run totally at high speed. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got visions of you running up and down like a little nutter. <laughs> yeah, and jumping. <laughs> and jumping. <laughs> With one hand in the air. Hoping, <laughs> hoping. Not hoping, believing. Believing. What yeah. would you have done if, you, if you'd suddenly taken off? Um, been really happy. I would have been terrified at what my family would have done for the outfit because when I was about seven again I was raking through some drawers like kids do you know try and find stuff I used and my I hands came, but okay. came across a knitted pair of swimming trunks <gasps> apparently my eldest brother had worn these swimming trunks and my parents said to me oh they were John's why don't you have them so next time I went to the beach like an idiot I had these knitted swimming trunks on and of course you go in the water they get sodden really heavy and fall off <laughs> 
Why did people knit undergarments in general? We had a girl at my school who had gym knickers. Boys have gym shorts, don't they? But at girls' schools, we used to have gym knickers, which were like oversized granny pants that you put on top of your own normal pants to do gymnastics in. Okay. And there was one girl in our class who obviously had a well-meaning relative that had knitted hers. She was the form of all sorts of ridicule. But at least we weren't dabbling with water. You added water to the equation, which makes the stitch <laughs> gape, obviously. <laughs> Plus, you then had the extra benefit of they just drop. <laughs> yeah, I think it was because my family didn't like me. <laughs> I put that down to the fact that I was from Krypton. And, oh, uh, I well, that makes life. sense. Did you ever tell yourself you were adopted? <clears throat> no. Didn't you? I no. used to try and tell myself I was adopted. There was no way I could possibly come from these people. Yeah, I felt that too, but I, I thought I was probably just on loan. My real parents, the king and queen, had just loaned me so I could get experience of the lower class. So. <laughs> that makes an awful lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> my brothers didn't like me much. I'm sure they didn't, because I tried so hard to learn to snorkel after the woolen swimsuit. And what the rotten brothers had done, they'd removed the little ping-pong ball from the top of the snorkel. And I learned years later when I was scuba diving that you've got to have a mask or a nose clip or something to block your nose off. And the snorkel should have some device to stop the water coming in the top end. Oh. I had neither nose clip nor ping-pong ball, so... When I went in the sea, it was just like a tube that was going to fill water and almost drown me. And they were probably laughing. Look at can him. I, Look at the kids with a tube and the Point woolen. out, you might not have been the brightest child on the beach that day. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you've ever seen a child without a nose clip and a snorkel running into the sea with his arm raised to the clouds, screaming up, up and away, you'll have the picture of me, really. <laughs> well, this is where it's you wild. have to say, never did understand why I didn't have many friends. <laughs> well, it's why I left Yes. Relocation. Soon after. Yes. <laughs> it's part of witness protection. Yeah. Do you like salad? Um, yeah. When I was in Grimsby, a salad was a particular mix of things. It had to have a boiled egg in it. It had to have beetroot in it and so on. I made myself a salad the other day and, and you always feel a bit smug when you make yourself a salad. And this again is another lie I told myself. Make this salad. I'm thinking I'm having a really healthy salad. Graham, I put half a packet of bacon in it. <laughs> <laughs> and two turkey breasts. I'm impressed. It's Only like half saying, a packet of bacon. <laughs> not remotely healthy, not remotely low fat, but I'd had a salad. <laughs> Something, um, especially when you get to Christmas and everyone eats lots, often the conversation will come up that, well, I find myself saying, my trousers have shrunk. And I'll <laughs> say to Chris, have you put my trousers in the in the tumble dryer? Because they're definitely tighter. They must have shrunk. And I never have the conversation which ends up, I think my bottom's grown, which is more than likely to be the case. Yeah. But it's always the trousers' fault. So yeah. One of the little things that I like to I like to entertain myself with. I think it is a big lie because jeans and things <laughs> do shrink a little bit, don't they, after they've been washed? So they're always a bit tight when you first put them on. So that's always like, oh, they'll be fine once the jeans have learnt how to be their proper size. And then you get to the point. A friend of mine once she couldn't get her jeans on. She asked if anybody could help her get these jeans on. She'd pulled them up, but she just couldn't do them up. And you could see there was no way on earth they were ever. They were just ridiculous small for her. She was adamant. What did you do? Go home with no trousers on? No, I think eventually she, by breathing in and relaxing and breathing in, she actually did manage to do them up. But There no... is a trick. You can lie on the bed yeah. and spread yourself out. 
abs. And if you then you hold yourself in and you can do jeans up that way. Okay. And that does that does work if they're a little bit. I think bit with tight. my friends you need uh, sort of teams of oxen on either side with ropes attached to the two bits of the trousers. Oh divided. Yeah. And of course when you've got the jeans on that's so tight, people start saying, Gosh, your face is a bit fatter than it used to be. It's because it's rolled up. <laughs> Everything's gone. Yeah. Because it's got to go somewhere, I'm guessing. People who wear the tight jeans often the legs are too Skinny tight. Jeans. Yeah. Another little thing I like to tell myself is that uh, a bottle of wine is only one unit technically how many units is it technically well in my world i measure the units based on the container that they're in so they okay. usually you know when you yeah. go to the doctors and they say how many units of alcohol do you drink in an hour you say well what's a unit and they say a glass of wine is a unit so i think maybe it's the container that they're measuring it on so if a glass of wine is one unit that's because it's in the container of one glass a bottle of wine must also be one unit because it's in the container of a bottle. Ah, so you just think a container is a unit. Yes. All right. So, so a keg of beer <laughs> yeah. is a unit. A bucket of wine is a unit. Yes. Yeah. That would be a much easier way it of tracking be. how many units. Although I'm thinking if you were on a bucket of wine a day, you may not remember no, how many you units. You wouldn't bother. You'd think I don't care. <laughs> I've got a bit of a dirty secret, Graeme. Mm-hmm. I read the Daily Mail showbiz section. <laughs> I'm sorry. I-, I didn't know how to tell you. I've been holding it in for many weeks. Why? Because I like to justify to myself that it's still technically a newspaper, so it's okay. Right. But I do. I I read about Cheryl and people I've never even seen, Hayley Baldwin, uh, Justin Bieber, the Kardashians. And I do. I sit and I flick through and I learn about people who have absolutely no talent or purpose for being on the earth. So why do you want to read about these people? I mean, Cheryl, I feel sorry for, don't you? Because I think she's genuinely surprised that she's not able to just sing a song that she's written and it become a major success she's lost my sympathy since since she started swearing in her songs i've lost interest you don't need you don't need the f word in a ditty no No. i don't think you do i think it's a team of people wrote it though wasn't it so perhaps perhaps one of them was a potty mouth i was thinking perhaps they tried a new way of writing lyrics so each one scrabble board took 30 characters from the alphabet and they all poured over just joining things together and uh, one of them said hey I've, I've actually made a word it was the f word and they were so happy they left it in i think it might have been simpler than that i think yeah. they basically went what rhymes with ruck okay <laughs> so i do i read the daily mail and i allow myself to get dragged into the life and times of people that i have no interest in another little lie i tell myself graham another dirty secret so again i'm getting all my soiled items out there soiled items marvelous <laughs> so is this lies or dirty secrets these are lies i do tell myself that these are okay things to do so reading the daily mail showbiz section is okay because technically it's still a newspaper okay so there's news involved it's news of no real benefit to the world at all but in my own mind i tell myself it's a newspaper i also tell myself that having a care bear collection at the age of 43 is perfectly normal is this your age or the collection's age probably on a par actually now i think about it yeah yeah you've got a golfing Care Bear, have you? Golfing Care Bear? What was that, Putt-a-Lot? <laughs> I guess. It's said on a par. And the only time people say on a par is if they've been golfing. A Care Bear collection of 43. Yeah, so I don't have 43 Care Bears, but I do have a selection of original 1980s Care Bears that I can't bear to part with. Why is it 
that we collect stuff that other people say that's junk you're a hoarder and yet you can't bear to get rid of it just reminds me of my childhood yeah care bears are part of my childhood and as i got older i wanted to start feeling some of the happiness from your childhood you know despite the adoption um the, <laughs> the things that you remembered about your childhood that had positive memories for you so i started to find care bears at car boot sales sounds like i was grooming them doesn't it, it does. <laughs> come with me cheer a lot we're gonna have a lot of fun <laughs> and bringing them home and, and i've got a little section in the back of my wardrobe of these care bears because I just love them because it reminds me of my childhood but I have to lie to myself that that's a normal thing for a 43 year old to do I don't think other people are doing it did you think that your daughter would like these care bears no because I won't let her anywhere near them (laughs) (laughs) I'm like that no she says I do like care bears good go and buy your own (laughs) you've had enough off me (laughs) oh it's sucking me dry you know, cost it, it costs a lot of money, children. They do. Yeah, they yeah. do. I know yeah. they do. Yeah. Apparently, it was a good idea. So. so, the lies we tell ourselves. What about the big lie? The big lie. To my way of thinking, in the world, there are at least half a dozen major religions, and they can't all be right. We can't Which talk one? about religion. No, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about the many different religions. I'm not focusing in on anyone. They can't all be right, is all I'm saying. Or even the theory of the universe. I mean, what, as a human species, we try to explain stuff, but we inevitably will end up lying. I know we've gone from these genes are too tight to the, perhaps we're heading towards the origin of the universe, but we still seem to want to lie to ourselves, don't we? Well, I think there's two pieces of information you need to know, which maybe nobody shared with you. Mm-hmm. When you die, everyone goes to Portugal. <laughs> OK. And... I liked Portugal. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Uh, and then the world was invented or created by a man called Steve who got it wrong, so a uh, black female Jesus came and made it all better. OK. There you go. Have you ever met Steve in your dreams? Does he ever visit you? No, no, not at all. But I just think you could make up anything as your own reality for however the world started. Was it the Big Bang Theory? Was it a biblical being? Who knows? So you don't really... I don't Go to a, I don't go to a very nice hotel and worry about how they built it. Don't you? No. Oh, my I God. I go and I so enjoy the service Spain. and the locations You don't go to Portugal. Spain on your holidays. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but you don't, do you? Nobody... I, I think you'll find lots of people aren't worried about how the world came to be, how the earth came to be, but they may well be concerned about preserving it, global warming, plastics in the ocean. What about the belief that if you buy the lottery ticket, you're going to win? Because you can't buy a lottery ticket thinking you're not going to win. But it's really, it's like one in four million chance of you winning or something. Yeah, but you can't say that when you buy the lottery ticket. You must feel, you must be lying to yourself at the point of purchase, you're going to win. What's cruel is when you think, I'm going to be lucky, I'm going to be a winner, right? And your numbers don't come up, but you get like the lucky star, which means you then get a free lucky dip. So you think, oh, that's a good, I did win something. Yeah. And then your lucky dip falls in its backside and doesn't go anywhere. Because that's like false hope. That drags out your dream for an extra week of pain. You're lying to yourself, aren't you, when you yeah. buy a lottery ticket? Although not all of them are lying to themselves. Typically, the perhaps win half, you know, wh- 50 one. million. Yeah, well, there's not many of them, are there? No, there's not many of them. But I bet they find they get an awful lot of friends when they win. I bet they do. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Sandra, I haven't seen you in a decade. Yeah. I heard a rumour you've won the lottery. <laughs> we must holiday together. You pay. Yes. 
I'll gift you my knitted trunks. <laughs> yeah, for your holiday. They're so valuable. You don't get a lot of these. No, vintage. You go, you go to Gucci and ask them for a pair of Gucci-patterned knitted trunks. Knitwear's big this year, but they won't Tell have you, swimwear. You are going to regret saying that, because next season, when Gucci do a special limited-edition knitted trunk with a little special G-stitched design, and they're going for, like, £3,000 a pop, and the only people that can afford them are care bear collectors and yeah. people that have won the lottery. So this is the sort of follow-up from the G-string to the G-trunks. Yes, yeah. G-trunks. G-trunks. <laughs> I think we've gone back into the world of lying to ourselves. Here. I think we have. Yeah. I think I'm lying to myself that that's a really good idea and we're <laughs> going to get some sort of patent out of that. Now, I remember seeing a programme, and I think somebody in America did something before it, where very big people, fat people, walk to see know. if Can they could lose. I think so. Is it big These bones? people were... No, these people said they were fat and they were walking as part of an experiment to see if they could lose weight. So the English version, they walked from one end of the country to the other. Yeah. And they had medical people there to check everything was all right. They found, surprisingly, that as they were walking, they weren't really losing weight to start off with. Because they were stopping at all-you-can-eat buffets on yeah, route. Yeah, they were. They were stopping but and they were allowing them. But the incredible thing was they weren't putting on weight either. So it seemed that the brain knew just how much they'd lost and was getting them to eat to replace just what they'd lost. So they were keeping a stable weight. They weren't going up, they weren't going down, but they were walking a lot more than they ever did, 20 miles a day or something. Mm. Incredible. I wish I'd been a fly on the wall when they were pitching that to whatever network it was. So picture it, it's a programme about fat people walking. Okay, It's got a hit written all over it. (laughs) (laughs) I tell myself that, you know when you go out and you have a big Sunday roast? Yeah. I've had a big lunch, I probably won't want dinner. Lo and behold, come six (laughs) o'clock... Can eat me own arm. <laughs> <laughs> it strikes me, though, that there are the two bits of us. There's the bit that we think of as us, like lying to ourselves, but then there's the actual physical bit that we're not in control of. Oh, no, I'm not hungry. No. No, because I've had a big lunch. I have accidentally... It's all right, we can clean it up. <laughs> I've blocked myself in my own house before with a wardrobe. <laughs> I got myself trapped in my own house behind a wardrobe and to the extent the fire brigade had to be called. No. Yes. So I told myself that I was an independent woman. I could move a very large wooden wardrobe. Can I just ask at this point, it's rude to ask a lady her age. So I'm going to instead, just like tree rings where you count the number of rings to get an idea of your age. How many Care Bears at this point in your life did you own? (laughs) 23. Okay. Okay. That gives us all a clue. So I had this massive wardrobe and I lived in a terraced house where it's like it's like a bowling alley. So you've got two bedrooms that are exactly opposite each other. And I thought I could get this wardrobe from my bedroom into my spare bedroom just by pushing it. Got the wardrobe out and lo and behold, I got it stuck you in the door. You got the wardrobe out. <laughs> Sounds like it was in your pocket. I got it stuck in the doorway and then couldn't get out of the bedroom. So I was in that room for three hours hours oh yeah i rang my brother he laughed yeah he was at lunch he was that's what brothers help. do post you a snorkel they didn't care i was telling yeah. him i was adopted still they had no <laughs> they had no ties to me rang my mum she laughed she... rang her after the first 30 minutes she didn't say i'll pop around and help her and then god forbid she was only 10 minutes up the road by two hours and 45 she said i think you're gonna have to ring the fire brigade so i rang the fire brigade then they sent the biggest fire truck i've ever seen like not the little car that they've got 
No, the full unit. Well, the woods. Full unit. Yeah. Fully stocked with firemen outside my little tiny terraced house. And they got a ladder up to the window. And it was one of those moments that women dream of. You know, a fireman <laughs> at your bedroom window. <laughs> and you look into his eyes and he looks into yours. And he says, what's the problem? You say, I've trapped myself in my own house behind a wardrobe. And he wets himself laughing. <laughs> it took three of them to move this wardrobe. So even they couldn't believe how strong and determined I was. And blessed them. In the end, they did move the wardrobe, got it out, and put it in the spare room for me where I wanted it. And I waved them off, and they were ever so nice. I drove past the same rig the next day, and they tooted me, pointed, and laughed again. (laughs) (laughs) And when I moved house... You left the wardrobe? No. Oh. Took an axe to it. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) (laughs) Do you lie to yourself about getting older? I've just not faced it. So I suppose it's a sort of a lie. I suppose it's because everybody is. I know, but I don't like... Maybe women lie to ourselves probably more than men do about getting older. But one of the things that I lie to myself about that's age-related is if you keep some weight on, you won't look as old. Oh, because the lines. I've heard (laughs) that one. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you lose weight... You get a bit fatter as you get older. Plump up. And that's why she wore tight jeans oh yeah maybe yes yeah. squeeze it squeeze all up it all into up our face make it look younger yeah. and then the other one is that my sight's not getting worse people are just moving further away <laughs> i'm sure arm. an optician could have something to say about that i'm sure they could i'm, I'm sure a lot sure of people come and they say oh your eyesight's gone down a diopter or whatever or up a diopter whatever the language they talk do they say do they have a diopter have you just made that up no i think a diopter is a measure of how strong or weak i'm gonna google that are. later and find a diopter is i don't know okay dead otter or something a dead otter <laughs> yes so when the optician says to you your eyesight's gone up or down a dead otter <laughs> you realize you've gone into the vets by mistake because your eyesight is so <laughs> rubbish <laughs> oh i need to be next door <laughs> awkward <laughs> Why don't they give dogs glasses? Um, because <laughs> they, they like licking out of the bowl. <laughs> what? Yeah, why don't they give dogs glasses? Because dogs must have eyesight problems. I think it's because... animals must have eyesight talking problems. Talking about Rose earlier on scratching at the door because she wanted to treat, I think it's because dogs basically are complainers. And if you gave them glasses, they would say, you're not offering me contact lenses. Maybe. You're just getting yourself but into wouldn't a... wouldn't they look so cute in glasses? Wouldn't they? Because you can get doggles. I know, I know what's going on here. Your care bears, the all got glasses haven't they <laughs> you try making 43 pairs of miniature glasses very difficult yeah well my auntie in Grimsby could probably knit you some <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Media Music in association with Mac Entertainment